Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. Final Fantasy Podcast. We are back. It's one, your boy, John. It's me, Alex. And Josh. All of my best friends are here. Well, not all of them, just a couple of them. Uh, guys, weird, weird week. We're actually podcasting during a game, which has never happened before. For the podcast, the game on Tuesday has occurred, I guess, twice in like a billion years or whatever. Tuesday Night Football. Tuesday Night Football, y'all, called by Jay Feely, who... Honestly, I'm kind of fine just not watching it with the sound on because Jay Feely is not good and all he does is talk about kickers. Um, so crazy week. Uh, but before we get into it, how was you guys this week? You know, we're still kind of on lockdown. Some of us are working from home. Some of us aren't. How are we doing? How are we holding up, boys? You know, just hanging in there, I guess. <laughs> Have Sunday to watch football. Feel bad. Forget about it, man. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, I know you watched some of watch the watch the finals game six. The Lakers took that. It was pretty dope. Classic mm. end of the bubble. Well, you know, they could only last for so long. And now they just have to they get to go home to their wives and children <laughs> for two <laughs> weeks before they get released from their bubble. Well, with the way that uh, we're handling the coronavirus, we'll probably get another bubble next year. So you got that to look forward to. Gosh, but how's law, lawyering? Lawyering? Oh, it's somehow. No, it's fine. It's easy. Do you, have you, you sent a lot of men to their deaths from your com- from your comfortable home? Every day. I mean, <laughs> you know. I just imagine uh, you uh, you take cases, but you do not try hard. Uh, I mean, yeah. they, they still got to pay you whether they win or lose. I only take cases that I can sentence people to death mm-hmm. uh, on. So That's cool. That's What's awesome. your record on that? Oh, I'm 12 and 0, baby. 12 and 0, <laughs> yeah, 12 and 0. Blood in your hands. You love to see it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys are doing good. It's good to see you. Um, I don't know that I said I was doing good. Oh, yeah, it actually sounded like you were doing <laughs> yeah, the no, opposite. I'm doing great. By saying you were sad, actually. Well, I mean, I'm sad you're feeling sad. I feel bad. You feel bad. You feel sad. You feel all the things. But you look great. Thank you. You're welcome. I second that yeah, emotion. I know. You're looking spectacular. You're cutting quite the figure this evening. Um, guys, let's just jump in. Big, Another big injury. Actually, a couple. Dalvin Cook gave us quite the scare. Might only miss a week with a bye week following up. Uh, Dak Prescott, your boy, uh, threw for almost 2,000 yards through four and a half games now. That was your quarterback, right, Josh? He was my, my quarterback. Yeah. The number one quarterback in fantasy football. Um, yeah. You know, I have to say, like, fantasy football aside, it was, it was sad to see. You, you hate to see a player go down like that, and especially in the contract year. Um, but, you know, from what I know about these types of injuries, I think it's actually better than, like, an ACL sprain. These bone injuries tend to come back better. Yeah. I, I think he'll be back next year. So, Well, it's certainly yeah, less than that. to you when you got your bone <laughs> sticking out of your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's break his ankle on the show tonight, oh, and shit. then Josh, I'm sure wondering what you're doing here. Yeah, I wonder why you brought that we'll, sledgehammer. We'll yeah. take him to the team doctor, do a quick <laughs> surgery, and see how things hold up next season. We'll have a backup uh, third third caster. I watched that game, and that was hard to watch. Yeah, it was yeah. a weird uh, game. That I don't like. I don't like seeing people cry in sports, but particularly after. 
like an injury. Do you remember a couple of years ago when what was the name of the uh, defensive back for Carolina hit his head? Oh no, that was uh, Luke Keekley, the yeah, linebacker. Yeah, 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 yeah. rather. Uh, and he was crying, and people didn't know whether it was because he was bummed he was going to miss time, or that he, his brain just got so scrambled that he acted like it's just the wires got crossed. Yeah, it's not fun to watch, and I don't like the Cowboys, but Dak Prescott's great, and yeah. that's not. He's a great quarterback, and it sucks to see a guy like that go, especially the season they were having. Yeah. Well, they especially were having. Especially after he, was he didn't even get paid. Yeah, yeah, right. And Jerry Jones probably, like, cackled his way back to, like, yeah. hell room. But, yeah, I mean, now you got – and, honestly, when they signed Andy Dalton, I had this feeling that Jerry Jones wanted just to play Andy Dalton anyway. So he probably get it, ended up getting what he wanted. But um, did you guys hear Tony Dungy's hot take that people use in a little hot water over? No, what did he say? He, he said that... Uh, he says because he doesn't pray to God. No, he said it was a... For the Cowboys, it's going to be a blessing in disguise so they can get back to running the ball with Zeke Elliott and it'll help their defense. And my counter to that is, no, it won't. Their defense is dog shit. Like, the, uh, yeah, because they'd be on the field less. But they're still just terrible. Just shut up, yeah, Tony. They're a terrible defense. He had to backtrack, of course, but I saw that yesterday. How... Uh... Ironic that you know Alex Smith got his start again at the same time mm-hmm. that uh, Dak Prescott went down. Yeah, why, if you're Alex Smith, why why are you playing again? Like just especially for the team the you're playing your life. for. Like, like the team you're playing for is total yeah, dog shit. Like an awful team and saying he anywhere. got to play again. I mean, he was the third. Well, no, I saw that clip of his wife and kids clapping in the yeah. stands, and it's like why was that? Would be like. Don't don't do this. Why? What do you need to do this for? You are acting like a fool. Well, uh, he did play. He did not play well. Uh, no. Neither did Kyle Allen. Uh, after benching Dwayne Haskins, uh, you kind of felt that that was coming. I think Dwayne Haskins still is the most talented of the three. Um, kind of hope he gets traded to a better team. He's given a better shake. Um, but he's, I mean... If you're let's say like, well, Kyle Allen, he's real steady, and then you pull him, you know, pull him by <laughs> halftime to throw in uh, the reanimated corpse of Alex Smith to throw some dump-off passes uh, to J.D. McKissick uh, for, you know, five, six yards. J.D. McKissick actually finished with 51 scrimmage yards. Eh. Uh, I guess have fun losing the rest of your games this season, Ron Rivera. Like, feel bad for Ron Rivera, has cancer and everything. Don't want that. But uh, you're not a good coach, and you shouldn't be a coach in the National Football League. You should be coordinating defense somewhere. Uh, some other weird games, uh, San Fran just getting waxed by Miami, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo benched, uh, I assume he'll start next week, uh, maybe, uh, kind of has to, but lots of ex- high expectation playing against playing the Dolphins, and he just looked like dog shit that entire day. Honestly, the, with the exception of Moster, Raheem Moster back in action, looking great, looking fast, looking spry. Uh, the rest of that team just looked abysmal. C.J. Beathard came in and gave him a little bit of life at the end, but, I mean, you get Ryan Fitzpatrick hangs 40 up on you, and you're not feeling too great moving forward. Yeah, Fitzmagic. Yeah. Is alive and well for one more week. Uh, he'll probably throw, playing that YOLO ball, man, he'll probably throw seven interceptions the next week and then be benched uh, for two uh, right after that. Uh, one bright spot in that, uh, one of my uh, sits, of the sits last week was Miles Gaskin. Uh, who didn't do a ton, uh, picked up some yardage late, but did get his first rushing touchdown. Uh, Jordan Howard with a healthy scratch. He had good numbers for me. <coughs> uh, Jordan Howard, <clears throat> excuse me, was a healthy scratch. Um, so no more, you know, goal line poaching for him. 
but yeah, I mean, catch and pass out of the backfield, so I will eat crow on that one. Uh, but yeah, some some bright spots too. Uh, of course, Dalvin Cook having a huge half, uh, then going down against Seattle um, and Minnesota, losing that game in the way that they Hilariously. did. It was so good. They had everything going the way they wanted. They, but I mean, Dalvin Cook is an amazing talent. He's on my team. He's been great. Um, I'm glad he's only probably going to miss one week, maybe two max, um, as the bye week right after next week. But I mean, you're doing nothing but giving, I mean, they were doing nothing but giving him the ball, which I mean, as a fantasy, you know, player, you like to see, but also even I was saying, I was like, okay, like this dude's, you know, doesn't exactly have the best injury history, maybe do something different. And then on a completely useless negative five yard pass, he comes up limping, uh, and then immediately after that, the Vikings just implode. Yeah. That's <laughs> so funny. Well, and I think with a bye week coming up, it's a different situation where they're probably just going to sit him next game I and would certainly wait out so. like, the, the bye week. Yeah. Uh, you see this a lot. But, uh-huh. I mean, I'm probably jumping the gun here, but that gets kind of into waiver pickups. And Alexander Madison is probably rostered on most teams, but if not... Uh, Alexander Madison, um, actually... Uh... Let's look and see. Uh, shockingly, I forgot to write him down on my waiver pickup this week. But I mean, he is. I mean, like I said, he's probably the most, in my opinion, the most valuable handcuff. Yeah, uh, it's someone I wish I would have told myself that on draft night. <laughs> fucking dickhead. Uh, no, but you're absolutely right. Um, big game from him. One of the other guys in our leagues has him, um, who has a lot of running backs already. So I mean, it might be kind of hard for him to plug him in, but. Could be some good trade bait if you have them and you don't need them. Uh, let me see. Alexander Madison. I just want to see where he's rostered. Only rostered in 41% of leagues uh, in ESPN. So still Surprising. available. Surprising, yeah. Still available in a lot. I mean, he's a backup, you know, and especially the way that Dalvin Cook has been playing the last couple weeks. I mean, you know, you weren't really thinking, and then that comes. But avoided major injuries, so kind of nice to see a first-round pick not just get, you know, you know, wiped off the board again. Uh, especially for me, because he was on my team. Very happy to see that one. Deep sighs, deep, deep sighs. A uh, couple other games I'd like to mention yeah. real quick. Uh, Houston finally winning a game. They did. They did it. Uh, I had on my team Brandon Cooks on the bench, and he went off. Yeah, he blew up. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the prospects of him moving forward? You know, I wouldn't He's rush. He's on my bench the whole year. I wouldn't rush to start him. Uh, let's look at his uh, his stat line. I mean, it's not great the rest of the season. And, I mean, he's kind of like, you know, he's kind of like, a, he's one of those speedy guys. He's one of those straight-line speed guys. But, you know, against Minnesota, didn't do anything. Uh, three catches for 23 yards against Pitt. Had a decent game against Baltimore. Five catches for 95. Nothing against Kansas City. Well, two for two guys for 20 yards. And then, yeah, absolutely going off. 12 targets, 8 receptions, 161 yards. I mean, that target share, um, that does, that that for me, if I were an owner, especially for me and, like, looking at my team right now, I've got Julio Jones, who's banged up, might be back next week. Not a lot of, at wide receiver. I'm absolutely starting him. 12, 12 catches, 12 targets, 8 catches. Um, you know, take the yards and the touchdown out. 12 targets is really good. That's that's what you want. You want mm-hmm. volume. You want guys who are going to get get the ball, you know. Like your, you know, DK Metcalf, I think finally had some decent target. You know, he was just making a lot out of a little. You know, the big touchdowns. But you know, you 
when you don't have a guy like that, you want guys kind of in the middle. Now, seeing Brandon Cooks run some intermediate routes and get some targets is actually really good. So I think depending on what your wide receiver room looks like, if it looks like mine, I would say start him. If it looks like uh, one of the other guys in the league who's just loaded with wide receivers and won't trade any of them because I honestly don't think he looks at this team, uh, I would I would be looking to shop. This would be, for me, a sell high on Brandon Cooks. The other game I wanted to mention is, of course, the biggest probably story or upset of the week, which is the Raiders Taking going into Kansas City and winning. Yeah. Do you think anybody, I'm looking at the lines, right? I mean, obviously Josh Jacobs had a nice little game, Derek Carr. Is there anybody on the, on the Raiders that uh, you weren't so high on that maybe after they played pretty well this last couple of weeks? You know, it's they're kind of a weird team. I mean, they had that, that big interception that helped. And, I mean, they didn't really so much stop Kansas City as they just, you know, outscored them, yeah. which, some, I mean, sometimes but, that's I what mean, you have you to know, do. For fantasy football, um, sake. As far as, like, fantasy players, Josh, you got any? Uh, you know, I could see a lot of people getting um, overexcited about Henry Ruggs. Um, he did have a Two receptions game. on three targets for 118 yards. Cutting the run. For, and a touchdown. Uh, I'm not buying into that um, quite yet. I still think. Um, but, um, yeah, he had a big game, and I think a lot of people are going to get really excited about that, but I would probably stay away from yeah. the road. <clears throat> kind the of the, I agree with the same. Nelson Aguilar also has had you know, touchdowns in back-to-back weeks. This week, two targets, caught both of them, 67 yards, and a touchdown. Last week, four targets, four catches, 44 yards, and a touchdown. I'm not comfortable starting that right now unless, once again, I'm very, very desperate, which my team is not great at wide receiver. I'm not that desperate. I mean, obviously, I think picking those guys up if they're available. I think Henry Ruggs is rostered quite a bit of leagues at this point. Yeah, I think he's uh, Well, actually, 48%. 48% for him. I mean, Nelson Aguilar is probably down in the 1% region. But, you know, I, obviously, picking guys up like that and seeing, you know, if the target share is going to go up, if Derek Carr starts looking his way a little bit more, yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly, probably the guy that I would pick up the most is a guy who's only rostered in 15% of leagues, especially with Dak Prescott going down, is David Carr. Uh, yeah, looking I was going to say, really good. You know, 33 points this week, 20 last week, 15, 21, 13 week one, not great. Wait, is it? I thought it was Derek. Oh, yeah, did I say David? Did say I meant Derek. David Carr is... His no longer his brother. Yeah, he's his who brother who is dressed as an in a Super Bowl champion, uh, David Carr, um, as a Eli Manning's backup. But yes, he is, I think, selling cars right now. But no, <laughs> uh, Derek Carr, um, in our league, our scoring, he's the eighth-rated quarterback. So he's a top-ten quarterback right now. Yeah. Could do worse. Honestly, any offensive player that's not Josh Jacobs on that team, I would lean Derek Carr. The rest of the guys, I think you can, if you have bench spots... For Henry Ruggs, definitely do it. I mean, Hunter Renfro has looked okay. You know, just I, there's really not like a out and out number one guy other than Darren Waller, who's now hurt. Um, I think he got hurt, yeah, in this last game. But um, yeah, Darren Waller, Derek Carr, are the only ones that I'm comfortably starting week in week out. Derek Carr even a little less than that. But with Dak going down, you might need a quarterback. So, yeah. um, and we'll get into some waivers a little bit later. Uh, any other games? Well, that Monday night game, Joe. Yeah, that Monday night game was uh, fun. Uh, Chargers, New Orleans, uh, real close one throughout there. Taysom Hill got involved. <laughs> I watched the last Taysom. Like, 10 minutes in overtime, which turns out is all I needed to watch. Yeah. Taysom, Taysom Thrill. 
what I call them, Taysom Thrill. Um, Finally, didn't uh, completely bungle the game. Actually, scored a touchdown on a little on a little scamper. Um, and the Chargers, man, like they can't win a close game to save their lives. I, yeah. I mean, there was a stat I don't know exactly how many, but dating back to last season, I mean, it's just so many games that they have and then completely and totally bungle. And I mean, the, the second half of that game, New Orleans had them like completely stymied defensively and then it all changed when mike williams did a little hitch and go and totally baited uh robinson that corner for new orleans and took one over the top for a 60-yard touchdown and you're like okay now we're here and of course they would end up losing in overtime uh drew Brees, guys uh not to bring the panic room back up but i'm, I'm tossing drew Brees in the panic room he is not i mean through the had the big touchdown to jared cook which is you know was fun to see but other than that, and I was talking to Josh before we started recording, he just looks like he's hurt, like his body is just in pain, like all the time. He's, when he's running off the field, he's just like running, like his, his, he's just running so tight, <laughs> and he just looks like he's going to fall apart at any moment. It's a great sign when you're putting in your backup quarterback on like third and In long. the biggest position, um, in the biggest spots in the game on these third downs late. Yeah, but I mean also that that's a little bit of a different scenario because they can just use him as a weird trickly yeah i mean i guess if you're gonna do that stuff you do it with Taysom hill but at the same time yeah wow not not a great uh show of confidence you're a hall of fame quarterback that you're doing that on third yeah long at the final drive of the game but yeah it doesn't what do i know i'm not an NFL quarterback not anymore you aren't no no i got fired in disgrace Uh, i fired him that's it's too bad that you fired him too, honestly. Uh, guys, actually, just coming in live, the Jets have released Le'Veon Bell. Ooh, uh, they were released and they didn't even try to trade him. Well, I'm assuming they did try to trade him. Probably didn't find anyone, but Le'Veon Bell is no longer a New York Jet. And honestly, wow. breaking if, news. If I'm a Le'Veon Bell owner, I'm very happy about yeah, that. Yeah, go uh, somewhere yes. where you can actually make some noise. Get he's away still, from Adam Gase. He's still good. Like, I, uh, yeah, whatever. Get away from Adam Gase. I did not see that one coming. I did hear some rumblings that they were looking for some trade partners. And must have not found any uh he's gone uh seems odd that the you know whatever i guess is adam gates the gm of that team i don't think so whatever uh well whatever uh we'll see if he gets signed somewhere i'll probably end up, adam Gase head. he'll probably end up in tampa or baltimore to further muck up the uh, running back rooms there i imagine as far as fantasy standings <laughs> are concerned or he'll go to the giants um but yeah uh so that's you know that's that's quite a few games you know that's quite a few games we talked about any other any other. Well, we have games? a game going on right now as we you do. mentioned at the top. We and do. I'm looking at all of our personal fantasy scores. We're all in kind of tight ones, except I think Josh, you're just done, right? I I lost. Yeah, Josh is done. Josh's I, undefeated season is no it's over. Puts. No more undefeated this year. No one's going. But no John, you're trailing, but are still in striking distance, and I'm trailing. Very precariously. I need Josh Allen to, to do something. I need Derrick Henry to go home and go pray. Yeah, I got Janu Smith at three. I've got Josh Allen at seven, and I'm down 83 to 96. So I need uh, I need some scoring to happen here pretty soon. Eight minutes left on the third. Uh, Tennessee up 21-10. I will mention, I had a very weird week fantasy-wise because the players that I thought, well, at least Justin Jefferson I thought was definitely, like, Gonna have a good week. Seattle's defense is lousy. They just yeah. can't get anything. Zach Ertz did nothing, even though we did the panic room last week in the deleted episode. I threw Zach Ertz in the panic room, mm-hmm. and then I 
accidentally, I think, put Miles Sanders in the panic room. You did. When we redid it. I, I did it. But twice. I still was low on Sanders, and Sanders had that huge run and had a nice game. He scored me 27 points. So I got all this stuff up top. Bridgewater was a good fill-in for Rodgers. It looked like I was going to score, you know, 120-something points. Yeah. And then just, like, half the team does well. The other half does 3-3 three, three, and point five. Yeah, if yeah. I win this week, it's gonna be. If I win this week, it's gonna be uh, the worst week I've had all season. Started Scotty Miller on Thursday night, and he must have made a pass Oof. at Giselle or something. Or, Scooty got yeah, Scooty on the field the entire game. Did not get a single target. Uh, Antonio Gibson, after a great week last week, just threw up a complete and total dud. But I mean, they were just behind yeah. the entire game. Amari that was actually yeah. I saw that too. That was actually a fun game that Thursday night game. Uh, yeah, honestly, it did not go the way I thought it was going to go. But uh, also, that was my lock of the week in the deleted episode. That was. I don't even remember my pick for the other one. Was. We'll never know. It's it's now it's a drift in the well, no, the, the one that, that got broken. released, I picked a different game. But yeah, you did. Was. So no one will ever know that you picked the Bears. Yeah. Uh, over the Bucks, I'm in the process of deleting that lost episode right now. Four nine <laughs> bears, I have to spit it out of my mouth. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I kind of do want to go back to our first water. episode when we were picking uh, who was going to win uh, some divisions because I think I had the I Eagles win in the East, it. which the Eagles could still win the East, I think, but uh, not. Uh, you know, they'll be the first four win team uh, to win a division. Uh, yeah, I think we all kind of kind of shit the bet on that a little bit. I think I had. Minnesota and Green Bay tied at the top of the division. Minnesota's now what one and four. Uh, Seattle yeah. still, yeah. Seattle's undefeated. Uh, Kansas State. How many undefeated teams? Is Green Bay. One of Green these teams Bay playing tonight. Both of now. Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh's undefeated. Yeah. Uh, Seattle. Yeah. So still some undefeated. <clears throat> Speaking of uh, Pittsburgh, how about our boy Chase, oh, the man, Chase Claypool. Claypool. He had a big game earlier in the season, and I was this close to picking him up. And I thought, okay, it's just some no-name dude. It'll, you know, and then he, you know, fell back into obscurity. And then this week, blows up. And a duel with Travis Fulgham. Seven catches, 110 <laughs> yards, three touchdowns, and then added a rushing touchdown. That was a very fun game to watch. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Fulgham coming out of nowhere. We'll talk about Fulgham a little bit later. And Chase Claypool. We have Fulgham. Ten catches, 100 and a billion yards, and a touchdown for Fulgham. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a duel. Uh, Pittsburgh coming out on top. Um, Carson Wentz finally looking semi-decent. Not great. Still yeah. through two picks, but... You know, showed a little bit of life. Still has yet to throw for 300 yards in any game this season. But, you know, given the lack of talent he has on the outside, that's not all that surprising. Yeah, yeah. When you're hoping for Alshon Jeffrey to come back from injury, you know you're in a wee bit of trouble. And Ertz uh, almost got in for a touchdown, I, mm-hmm. I remember. But yeah, I believe. Didn't end up having a great game no. for his standards. Have, but He didn't have any kind of game to speak of. Yeah, and he really, yeah, he really hasn't. I mean, I think week one he had a decent they're just not a very good team. Oh, they're but, I mean, terrible, they, terrible. They, they look better, but yeah, I Earth was not the. He's not been the same guy this year so far. I mean, granted, there's it's only five games, but yeah, and I'm I mean, looking for who do you think? Who do you think on the waiver wire tight end, John? This week for waivers, honestly, or tight Josh, end, frankly, tight end. Yeah, who you got, Josh? Better record. Yeah, oh, you too, actually, tight ends. Um. Let me see here. We got Gronk available on waivers. Yeah, I think Gronk. <laughs> Gronk is yeah. I've got Jimmy Graham still available. Uh, I'm I'm waivers. still staying away from Gronk. Oh um, yeah, no, no, no. boy. Um, 
Jimmy Graham had another decent game, you know, if he's still available on waivers. Mm-hmm. I'd, Jimmy I'd, Graham, Darren Fells. I'd be looking his way. Darren Fells um, with Jordan Aikens out. Uh, didn't do a ton, but when, you know, you get a 44-yard touchdown, that helps the old stat line. But, yeah, their other tight end is hurt. Darren Fells is available in a lot of leagues. He's only rostered in 2% of leagues. So tight end, you know, tight end for being deep. Not the best week for tight ends this week, honestly. Nowhere kind of around. Um, but yeah, it's, let's look and see. Let's, let's see yeah. some more. Eric Ebron, I think, is a really good start this week for Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, let's, let's see who you can pick up. Let's see who you can pick up, though. You can always snag Jason Witten. Jason Witten's still Jason Witten. Jason Witten's still around. Uh, sorry, folks. We're still... Robert Tanyan is available in our league, but that would, for me personally, not worth starting three Packers. Yeah, starting three Packers would be tough. Chris Herndon, you know, all the preseason hype isn't there. Logan Thomas has had a couple of okay games. It just hasn't, you know, fallen apart. Kyle Rudolph in Minnesota is an afterthought. Irv Smith Jr. did get some looks. So the younger, uh, second-year tight end uh, from Minnesota Actually, did he had four catches for sixty-four yards? Um, and Here's a name that seems fake: Drew Sample. Drew Sample, that Bengals tight end, had a decent week a few weeks ago. I think a lot of people were interested, but also that Bengals team, you know, is just so bad. Obviously, seeing Joe Mixon crash back down to earth. Um, you it's know, their offensive line. So Tom last name. Tom last name. Uh, is there actually a guy named Tom last name? Because if there is, yeah. I want, I want him, I want him on my squad. Uh, but yeah, I think honestly, Tanyan still available in forty-eight percent of leagues. After that game, hard not to pick him up if you're desperate. Um, honestly, you know it's kind of a tough, tough sled, tough sledding. Um, Gronkowski, if you want to take a shot, he I know he got some looks late. Uh, he's as old as shit. Uh, not as old as Jason Witten. Um, if you're starting Jason Witten or Rob Gronkowski this week, yeah, don't. Yeah, if I'm um, looking at tight end on the waivers, um. Mike Kosicki had a pretty yeah. good start to the season, fell off there a little bit, but he's got the Jets coming up yeah. this week. Kosicki is actually my start, I, start of the week this week. Yeah, I would probably be scooping up Kosicki if I'm really desperate for a tight end this week. Yeah, actually, let's roll into some waivers. Uh, quarterbacks, Dak Prescott going down. We already mentioned uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, available, uh, only rostered in 32% of leagues. Uh Actually, kind of, kind of came alive last week. Threw some, you know, threw some decent, uh, some decent balls. Also threw some really atrocious ones. And then had that, you know, just crazy athletic interception against them. But 249 yards and two touchdowns against Seattle, and he gets the fun, fun job of playing the Atlanta Falcons this week. <laughs> um, so could be a solid start. Uh, Andy Dalton didn't look terrible. Uh, ooh, and Josh Allen intercepted again. And returned for 68 yards. So I oh think boy. my chances of winning just went out the window. Uh, but yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick only rostering 20% of leagues. Andy Dalton only 1%. I mean, Andy Dalton, not the best quarterback, but Get he's, decent. he's decent. And he's got a Never. huge stable of you know crazy, crazy, crazy uh, offensive talent. Uh, Nick Foles, 10%. Uh, and then Justin Herbert still available in 48%. I imagine that is going to change drastically. Uh, over the week, you like anyone at running back this week, Josh? Um, running back, um, running back or quarterback? Uh, running back. 
I think pretty much any quarterback that's worth their salt. Uh, other than yeah, we already talked about Derek. You know what? I I actually really like David Montgomery this week against Carolina. They've been yeah. a really bad defense against the rush, and um, you know I've I've always liked what I've seen from David Montgomery as a running back. I just think he's just not been utilized very well in that offense. Yeah, um, I think they are starting to to kind of see his value. He, he had a he had a really good game. This yeah, week. and I mean he makes guys miss. It's just you know. Giving them, you know, consistently giving them the ball. I mean, if you if you get the ball 10, 12 times a game, you're not going to do anything with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, so my start of the week at running back would probably be David Montgomery. David I really Montgomery. like him. Well, as far as waivers are concerned, Damian Harris, 52% of leagues. Uh, Justin Jackson, 42%. Everyone thought Josh Kelly was going to kind of take over uh, the backfield for the Chargers. It was pretty much an even split between him and Justin Jackson. Neither one really did a ton with it, but if you're desperate for running backs, and uh, J.D. McKissick, 6% of leagues, uh, owns 49 scrimmage yards once again. Yeah, but if you're desperate, you're desperate. Uh, wide receivers, obviously, Chase Claypool, only 14% of leagues. Travis Fulgham, 0% of leagues, which is <laughs> odd. Well, actually, it's not. Uh, Christian Kirk uh, finally kind of got involved. Five catches for 78 yards. Yeah, nice week. Yeah, it's uh, only a roster of Captain Kirk. Beat me up, Scotty. And then Preston Williams for the Miami Dolphins. Big game. Beat me up, baby. Uh, 22% of leagues uh, for them. Yeah, uh, starts and sits weeks are, you know, a little bit, you know, we've got some more bye weeks coming in. Um, now the know. fun begins. We yeah. get the bye weeks. Uh, We're playing for keeps now. I mean, with all the injuries we've had so far, it's just been like, you know, the waiver wire now is just depleted. Depleted. Yeah, it's it's gone. And I mean, it'll it'll Bye-bye. swing back around. It always does. But um, you know, obviously, players are gonna get hurt. That's you know something that we're you know, <laughs> all bearing witness to. Yes. Um, but yeah, it starts this week. You know, I'm I'm really liking Kirk Cousins against the Falcons, and really, it's not because I like Kirk Cousins. Because the Falcons are so bad. I, honestly, I think anyone could throw for 250 and three touchdowns against him at this point. My um, sit of the week, the quarterback this week, is Carson Wentz. Nine interceptions this year so far. Hasn't thrown for 300 yards in a game. Owned in 80% of leagues, which is low, but the way he's played, also kind of high. Um, not liking him. And my start this week at running back, Josh, is Miles Gaskin. Really like him. The gas can. Really like him this week. Turn him around. Yeah, A, they're playing the Jets. From sit to stir. A, they're playing the Jets, which, you know, that's a great matchup. Uh, Ooh, no. Janu Smith, my boy, just got a touchdown. Son, we're back in it. No Derrick Henry. No (laughs) Down 96 to 90 and a half. I really need to win this week, guys. It's, it's, It's dire. Actually, it's really not all that dire, but... Uh, yeah, but I do like Miles Gaston this week. Obviously active in the passing game. His rushing stats, I think, were a little bit inflated last week just because, I mean, he got, you know, some carries there late. Um, and they were doing a pretty good job of bottling him up on the ground. But he had a couple of nice gainers. Uh, gainers. He had a couple of nice Gloria gainers uh, at the end of that game. Uh, but I do like him this week. He is my start of the week. My sit of the week is Damian Harris. Uh, missing last week, getting the game pushed. Playing the Broncos, who have a solid run defense. Also, it's the Patriots. You never know who's going to get the ball for that team. I'm sitting Damian Harris. Anyone, anyone else that you guys not not confident in this week at running back? Because I've got a few. I've got a few that currently are sitting on my on my roster. 
Anyone? I'm having trouble. I'm sorry, John. I'm having trouble getting the ESPN website to give me a list of players with the next week. So that's why I'm trying to figure I'm out. Not, uh, I'm not super. My team, I don't like all of them. Everyone, every single person. That's not true. My team actually looks pretty good going in the next week. Not yeah. super confident in Melvin Gordon. Uh, against New England's defense next week. He had a big week. Um, it was the last week he went off. Yeah. Um, just don't like him against this matchup. Um, no, against New England. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the, big on the Melvin Gordon either. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder, I, I don't really know, I mean, whenever, because it wasn't, uh, they didn't have any positive tests. It was New England had like a coach or something Yeah. in the building. So, I mean, obviously Denver's been able to practice, so that's good. But also, it's Melvin Gordon. You know, I, I like him a lot. A couple of years ago, I had him on my team. You know, he was, he was a solid, you know, running back. He got in the end zone, goal line, didn't go over 1,000 yards, but caught some passes. You know, you go to Denver, for me, that's, like, where teams send running backs, like, who are just done. You know, it's like, there's, like, a couple of teams where you see, it's like, oh, cool, like, he's playing here at Washington and Denver. It's like, well, have fun. It's like, right out into the sunset. I got another start of the uh, week. Who's your starting back? I, oh, go uh, on. Uh, 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 oh, uh, yep. Uh, yep. <clears throat> um, I have, this is probably violating your rule that you can't do things that are too obvious, but I think that I have a sit for any L.A. Ram running back. Yeah. doesn't matter which one. Yeah. yeah. I, I want no part of that backfield well, right now. It just, it, wants, just, it seems like it's swinging one direction, then it goes a completely different They're saying on the internet that it seems like it's going to be Cam Akers, but... I don't know. And yeah. also this week they're playing San Francisco, who I think has a pretty tough one defense. Yeah. Um, they just don't trust any of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There I, you go. I wouldn't either. You know, you've got you've got a lot. John, if you're in the Malcolm Brown business, are you looking to try to dump him right now? Or? If I had Malcolm Brown, honestly, I would keep him, you know? Because obviously that week one game wasn't an aberration. They just stopped giving him the ball. You know, and obviously players are getting hurt. I know I said that earlier, but guys are getting hurt left and right. You know, you're one one injury away from having a starting running back. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it's I hard hold on for running backs to score when they don't have the, the ball. Yeah, in their I would hands. say, Alex, would you say, from my experience, would you say that it's hard for any player to score fantasy points when they don't have the ball in their hands? Well, I'll tell you this, John. In the game of football, if you don't have the football getting into the end zone, you're not going to score a touchdown. That's just how it is. That's true. I, um, that's, you know, obviously, you know, you're the guy that I like to go to for those types of really tough questions. When you're watching Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football or Thursday Night Football, <laughs> and you're see a wide receiver. What about Tuesday Night Football? And he gets targeted, but he doesn't come down with the football in the end zone. In football, that's not a touchdown. Would you say that in a football game... The team. We saw it right there. Yes, I would. <laughs> the team that ends the game with the most points is usually the team that wins. Usually. I think usually that's the way it goes. Now, you know, it's the NFL. That's what they say. You get to the NFL and anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. But, you know, I think usually yeah, the team with the most points <laughs> so they through a combination of like field this. goals and touchdowns and maybe even a safety in there is going to win. What about, like, a kick return touchdown? Would you say that's the same as a regular touchdown? You know, in the game of football, a kick return <laughs> touchdown actually counts as much as a rushing or passing touchdown. What about a receiving touchdown? Of a passing touchdown? So, John, in, in football, <laughs> a passing touchdown is the same. It's correlated with a receiving touchdown. Now, you'd think there'd be two touchdowns, 
but there's not. Peter it's a passing-receiving touchdown. They don't call it a passing-receiving touchdown, which I really think they should. They should. They should. Well, I mean, they do call it a reception touchdown like for a wide receiver, but it, it's still the same thing. It's not that you get two touchdowns. Or they should give him two touchdowns. I think that a passing... If You're giving me a lot to think about, John. If it's a passing touchdown, you should get two touchdowns. You should, New rule. I'm going to have to leave for five months. You should instantly get 13 points and then have to kick two extra points. Or potentially go for two two-point conversions. You go to lose four. Wait, now I'm in the weeds. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we got that sorted out. I'm really, really glad. Uh, uh, back to the game. Uh, my start this week is uh, any Steelers wide receiver, like them this week, and Justin Jefferson. Uh, obviously, the starts and sits are going to be really easy any week that Atlanta is not on a bye week. Uh, Minnesota has the Atlanta Falcons this week, like Justin Jefferson in that game. Uh, my sit actually is going to be Travis Fulgham. I think people are going to be rushing to pick this kid up. But you think uh, Clay Chase Bowl should go in? <laughs> Clay Chase Bowl. That's his name. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I think he should go in. Um, <clears throat> obviously, he's had multiple games, you know, big games this season. Been on- he's a rookie, right? Yes. And Fulgham's not. Fulgham's not, no. Uh, Fulgham had 13 targets last week, and he had never had more than three in a game up to that point. And they're playing Baltimore this week, uh, who has allowed just one touchdown to wide receiver this season. So I am safely stashing Fulgham. I mean, that's a big game. And obviously, uh, Wentz has nobody else to throw the damn ball to. So hold on to him to see what happens, you know. And I, you know, I'll eat my hat or whatever with a fork and knife and some uh, Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire, Worcestershire. <laughs> So we should actually start an entire podcast just figuring out how to say that word. Actually, we should do how to say all hard words. Let's let's scrap this one right now. Welcome back to all hard words. All hard all words. Hard words. Uh, with Alex, John, and Josh. Um, no, but yeah, I like those guys a lot. My start of the week. Chrysanthemum. Uh, perspicacious. Oh, I can't think of one. Uh, uh, Clay Chapool. <laughs> you're, you're off the hard words podcast. Duh. Uh, yeah, my start of the week this week at tight end, uh, Mike Gusecki. Uh, the Jets have allowed uh, it's one touchdown and five receptions to tight end since week two. Uh, they're also total dog shit, so have fun. Also, Miami could just completely implode. <laughs> you <laughs> never know. That's the fun. Like, <laughs> and my sit of the week this National week is football like, league. <laughs> my sit of the week this week is Tyler Higby. Uh, is averaging less than four targets a game. Uh, the 49ers haven't allowed a touchdown to a tight end this season. Uh, actually, yeah, they haven't. Yeah. By the way, it's end of the third quarter. Yeah, end of the third quarter. Tennessee. I want to add my last sit of the week. What's your last sit of the week? Sit them down. Put them in a chair. Give them time. Yeah, throw them into the chair. Time throw them into the panic room and put them in a chair. <laughs> no, it's not the panic room. The panic oh, he's outside room. of the panic room. You're just throwing them in the chair. Time panic room's for bad boys. This is good boy time. Devonta Freeman. Oh, you're sitting um, Devonta Freeman? No, no, I like Devonta Freeman. Oh, oh, you're starting him. Okay. He, you're sitting him in a chair to start the game. Seven, yeah. 17 carries and a touchdown last week. Yeah. Uh, he's basically shown himself to be basically the lead back in that backfield. They're not a great offense by no means, but they're going up against Washington this week. True. Um, up there. I like him as a flex play this week. Flex I've him up. I've said my piece. Yeah, I think if you're if you're you know if you're looking at a running this back is. in your flex spot and he's available, could do and worse. he's a little good. I, I watched a little bit of that game and uh, he looks spry. Did you watch the part when your quarterback's leg exploded? I I did. Yeah, that was sad. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. We've already talked about that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, all right, guys. So that, that covers Starty Boys and City Boys. Uh, got your waivers in. Uh, anyone got any fun this week? What's fun? Fun games are fun. I'm scrolling around, but uh, you know, Josh, what do you got? Uh, upcoming uh, games for week. Are we in week six now of the NFL? We are coming up on week six. I mean, it seems odd because there's a Tuesday night game. What do we got? No Thursday night game because that was then pushed to next Monday, which I don't know if that means there's two Monday night games. I would imagine it does, but I don't know. Yeah. Um. Boy, love that Jets Dolphins matchup. Who does? Um, it really could go either way. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like the Packers Buccaneers matchup. I hope we get that on our on our, in our region. Uh, isn't that, I believe is that Sunday night football? Uh, no, that's three twenty-five on Sunday. Yeah, this Tampa game. I like um, I'd like to watch that. Chiefs Bills will be a good game on Monday. Yeah, um, it'll be fun to watch. Well, it'll be you know we'll see. Uh, you know the Bills got a quarter left in this game, two undefeated. I, I thought the Bills were going to take the Titans tonight, actually. But Titans are currently in the process of beating the beating the shit out of them. Uh, and Alex, looking like better close. You might you might win this it's gonna one. It's going to be close. You might win this one. Uh, but yeah, I'm like I'm like in uh, I'm liking that matchup too. Obviously, it's you know Chiefs. You know and the Bills. Honestly, man, they beat the Raiders last week. Um, then the Raiders came out and you know took the Chiefs down. I did not see that coming. But you know, obviously, the Chiefs aren't going to go undefeated. Super hard to do that. Uh, the Raiders, though, didn't see that one coming. Um, yeah, lots of fun games. I am looking forward to that Packers-Buccaneers game, too, just because I want to see Aaron Rodgers beat Tom Brady. Well, I almost said one last time. Tom Brady's going to play for another, like, 18 years or whatever. They'll drag his corpse out. Tom Brady and Tampa Bay are home underdogs in that game. Wow. The Packers are favored by a point and a half. Yeah. And that would be my lock of the week. Green Bay Packers, minus one and a half. Over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I know that you've done some lying and said that you picked the Bears over the Buccaneers at some point on some lost podcast that you keep bringing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never heard I of don't it. remember what pick I made in the I don't either. Either. I feel like it was one. I think you got it, though. We'll have to go back to the archives. And, uh, <clears throat> and, and, and do you mean have to listen to this? No. Yeah, listen to the whole thing. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like we, you should be listening to We really need to break it down. To our, our analysis and like making sure everything's right and right as rain, you know, yeah. you know everything we want everything to be right as rain. I love it when things are right as rain. <laughs> I'm always saying that. As do I. As do I. Uh, well, guys, we did this last week. Um, Bill O'Brien, of course, getting fired last week. This week, Dan Quinn getting the axe after Aww. the loss to the Atlanta Falcons. Bye bye. Uh, and Thomas Dimitrov, the GM. Um, I just assumed that. They are all head coach and GMs now, but uh, not in Atlanta. Uh, both getting fired. Uh, how about we do a little uh, Dan Quinn trivia? Anyone up for that? <laughs> oh, God. Anyone up for a little Dan Quinn? Hell yeah. Uh, let, me, let me pull some stuff up here. You guys can talk amongst yourselves. And then I'll do a little trivia for you. Josh, what do you think about stuff? Oh, I love stuff. I love facts. Me too. Facts and you figures. Know? I love football. I love friends. Love I love not going out anywhere or going to bars or movies or restaurants because of this disease. Yeah, I love that it's really getting boring. colder. It's an invisible scourge. And you get to sit inside all day. 
John, while you're looking that up, I got a question for you. Who yeah. has the most 60-yard touchdowns in NFL history? Or 60-plus-yard touchdowns? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I think Devin Hester? No, but good guess. Ooh. Devin Hester's number three. Josh, this guy is active in our league's history. Uh, is this not now? But <laughs> yeah, that was. I don't think so. A weird way so of wording. You're saying wide receivers? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say. I don't know. Devontae Adams. Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, that was twenty-four. Been, yeah. That checked. Jerry out. Rice had twenty-three, and Devin Esther had twenty-one. This close. This close. Uh, Joshy Boy. Yes. Dan Quinn mm. has won a Super Bowl ring in his life as a defensive coordinator. What team was he coordinating defense on when that occurred? Mm. And actually, I was wrong. He was defensive line coach. My bad. Um. Uh, I'm gonna. S- uh, I'm just a random guess. Uh, was it the Steelers? It was not the Steelers. Can I guess? Alex, you can. I don't know. Was it the Baltimore Ravens? It was not. It was the, the Seattle Seahawks. Fuck, that was gonna be my first guess. It was the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, we know the date that he was fired. Do you guys remember the year that the Atlanta... <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> do you guys remember? <laughs> a date that will live in infamy. Do you guys... What was the year... What year did Dan Quinn get hired by the Atlanta Falcons? Well, I'm going to say 2014. I'll say 2015. Josh is right. It was 2015. So he also lost a Super Bowl with Seattle. He sure did. And then he lost sure another did. one. Like, a bitch. Ooh. 28-3. Well, guys, now... Why don't you ask us, like, what his wife's name is? Why don't you ask us, like, stuff about what we think? Because I don't really care about his wife. Uh, Alex, what was Dan Quinn's head coaching regular season record for the Atlanta Falcons? Oh, I did see this the other day. I know, they kind of put it around. Um, So he was hired in 2015, so that would make him have, what, six full seasons? No, five full seasons plus this one. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to do math in my head, but I'm very, very bad at math. His record, his lifetime, his record as Atlanta's coach. Yes. Forty-nine and fifty-three. Close, Josh. You want to take a guess? You said five seasons, so plus. And taking into account they've not won a game this season. I'll say um, Forty-five and fifty-six. You guys were both pretty close. It was forty-three and forty-two. They had a winning record as a head coach. I knew it was a it was a forty. In there. They should have let him go one more game, so he would have uh, had a five hundred record on the season because mm-hmm. you know they weren't gonna win. Um, one last question, guys. How are you? How are you? Dan <laughs> Quinn's first NFL coaching job. Was a defensive quality control coach. Quality in two thousand one. Tight, I could do that job. <laughs> in two thousand one, what team? What was the first team that he ever coached for in the NFL? You should be a defensive quality control coach. 
I think you should be the I coach to like make sure they listen to the right no music. I have no idea, so I'm just going to say... I can give you a hint. Browns? What is the hint? The hint is... Well, this isn't really a hint. This will totally give away, but whatever. The, yeah, that is wrong. <laughs> Alex, do you want to take a guess, or do you want the hint? Well, I want the hint. Then okay, the head coach of this team was Steve Mariucci. The Detroit Lions. The San Francisco 49ers. Fuck! Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was the coach of the Lions. It was. Uh, yeah, because the early 2000s was Jeff Ooh, Garcia. Bill scored something. Yep, and fans, I'm glad to go out like this. Barring another interception with Josh Allen, I have a two and a half point lead. Ding, ding. Yep. Actually, that starts it. I don't know why. What finishes it? It also finishes it. Oh, good. tight. Ding, ding, again. Mr. Uh, boxing expert over here. Mr. I'm still clinging on to a, to a small lead. Look at Mr. Boxing over here. Uh, hey. Well, guys, uh, I think that that covers it. Anybody else? Anyone? Any closing statements? Any 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 funsies? Any? Your Honor, Josh, you got anything to finish? What game are you guys most looking forward to next weekend? Don't say the Packers. Uh, the Buccaneers game. Okay, because they're playing the Packers. I get it. Uh, I kind of love shitty teams playing against each other. So I'm going to say the Jets and the Dolphins. <laughs> you know, honestly, I, I, I would watch that. I just love it. Frankly, I'm looking forward to, looking at this list right now, I'm looking forward to the Cleveland-Pittsburgh game. Actually, that would be. Because Cleveland, I don't believe in yet, but they're not as, they're not the Browns so far. And Pittsburgh just, oh, you know what I mean. They don't suck yet. Cleveland's not the Browns so far. Shut the Oh, I'll go over. Yeah, maybe I need to re-listen to another episode. You should. Um, no, they haven't been Brownsy this year yet, and Pittsburgh's just owned them, and it's very sad because they were they used to be such a good rivalry. It'd be fun to see them beat Pittsburgh. That's it. They'll probably lose. But what? Actually, another fun fact to go out on uh, with last week's win for the Browns. Uh, uh, Baker Mayfield became the winningest active quarterback in the Browns' home stadium. Who is the third after Roethlisberger? Oh, no, I that's have a tough. Guess. That's, that's it's got to be. It's got to be active. Do you know the answer? Oh, it is. Oh, it's, active. Oh, it's active. Yeah, it has to I be active. All time. Uh, no, wins this was okay, active. This was active quarterbacks because Ben Roethlisberger is still okay. playing. So, so Ben Roth. So there's somebody above Ben who has more wins all time. Yes, yes. but that stand's only been open since like '99. Yeah. So at the same time. Not so then, well, then who is the all-time wins leader there? I mean, I would guess. Do you guys want to look it up? I would guess Derek Anderson. He had a, he had that one good. Because, yeah, that, that would, my question would be like, you know, I, I get that Roethlisberger is the most active one now. How many wins does Roethlisberger have there? Uh, it was a lot. Thirteen. Yeah. Fifteen. Actually, if I had to make a guess, I would say. I'd say 12, Joe Flacco. Yeah, Joe Flacco makes sense. Yeah, because he is still an active quarterback. That checks out. Um, what's the name of Cleveland Stadium? Browns Stadium. No, people really love First Energy Stadium. First, First Energy <laughs> Stadium. Quarterback. I, have t- I like to talk. According to ESPN, the Titans have a 95.5% chance of winning. Folks. So actually, no, Ben Roethlisberger was at eleven then. I said twelve. Oh no, he was at twelve. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, with twelve wins at First Energy Stadium, Baker Mayfield is now the winningest Cleveland Browns quarterback in, in a facility that opened in 1999. 
The sad news is the record was held by Ben Roethlisberger, so it was 11. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not seeing any other info anywhere, but I would say Joe Flacco makes sense, right? I mean, he was, you know, he was quarterback in that Ravens team. Yeah. For I mean, who's been the – who since they've come back as a team, what Browns quarterback do you think has just won the most games in general? I I got to go Derek Anderson. Yeah. It has to be. Uh, Kelly Holcomb had some wins. But, I mean, so, like, Deshaun Kaiser from a couple of years ago, he lost every single start. He was only there for one year. Are you forgetting the Colt McCoy era? I am absolutely forgetting the Colt McCoy era, just like everybody hey, else what am is I doing? forgetting the Colt McCoy huh? huh? You're doing that Johnny Manziel? Yeah, I don't even know if he won. I think he won one game as a starting quarterback for the Browns. He didn't start that many won, games. I think he won, like, two. He didn't start that many games, honestly. All right, we're keeping this going. We're, we're keeping you yeah, guys We're, we're rolling right into another hour. Yeah, I want to see how many wins did Johnny Manziel have. Johnny Football. God, remember him. Things were so much easier then. I like the way it's worded. How many wins did Johnny Menzel make in the NFL? How many wins did he make? Yeah, because he didn't really start all that many games. Started eight games. He won two. <laughs> yep. Did he win 2014, any? he was 0-2 oh as a starter. 2015, he was 2-4. Yeah, because, I mean, they've had so many quarterbacks over that time frame that just did nothing. Because, I mean, like, Tim Couch came in when they Number first came the back. Draft, and that, like, like failed miserably. And then, uh, God, who after? Like, the, the Kelly, Kelly Holcomb. Uh, I remember Charlie Fry was there for a while. But Derek Anderson had that year where he went to the Pro Bowl. And I believe they went 10-6 and six and missed the playoffs. Yeah. Because they didn't make the playoffs, but they finished with a 10-6 and six record. Uh-oh. Um, My league is now down to four. Eh, well, I mean, game script's working against you. Derrick Henry's probably going to run the ball. I mean, they'd be dumb not to drain some clock at this point. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah. Okay, next week, so I've, ooh, I've looked up it. three years of Joe Flacco. He's already 3-0 three and oh three in his first three and years and at Cleveland. Ding, ding, ding. I like I like my uh, prediction so far. It has to be. Uh, I mean, Tyrod Taylor only started a couple games last year before, or year before, before he got benched for Mayfield. And my God, the fact that I can name that many people that played quarterback for the Browns is crazy. Uh, four, you know, after <laughs> in 2012. There's got to be an easier way to look this up. I know, right? They're, they're really... Alright, guys. Uh, All we're right. going to end it here. We're going to end five it here. Now. Next week, Josh will be finishing his... Yeah. Yeah, we're going to look up, we're going to start next week's episode by telling you all the all-time winningest quarterbacks from top to bottom in Cleveland's new, uh, new stadium uh, built in 1999. But other than that, Alex, it's been fun. John, it's been fun. Josh, it's been it's mirthful, been full of mirth. Uh, and to everybody listening, good luck and keep on fantasying by boys. I'm not giving up on this. I think he's undefeated. 